Good morning. Have you had the chance to ask a child recently what they want to be when they grow up? I've worked with children and youth for many years, and this conversation comes up more frequently than one might think. Back in the day, answers varied from a doctor, to a lawyer, to a teacher, to a firefighter, to a mommy or a daddy, maybe a vet, or even the President of the United States. Until recently, not once had I ever asked a child what they wanted to be, only to hear the response of a social media influencer. <laughs> social media influencer. Now, if you are of a certain age, you may not be familiar with this choice of occupations, so let me help you out just a little bit. A social media influencer is someone who has built a reputation because of their knowledge and experience on a specific topic. For example, makeup, hair, exercise, reviewing toys or video games or sharing their hobbies, and the list goes on and on. And then, and they then have the power to affect others' purchasing decisions because of the relationship that they have with their audience of followers. Social media influencers are trendsetters, tastemakers, and trusted experts. People pay close attention to what they post online, and they have sway over their target audience and have the potential to make lots and lots of money. The more followers an influencer has, the more money they can make as companies pay them to advertise and collaborate with their brands. Some of the top social media influencers in 2022 were Cristiano Ronaldo, soccer player, with 443 million followers, Kylie Jenner of Kylie Cosmetics, with 339 million followers, and let us not forget actor and exercise enthusiast Dwayne The Rock Johnson, with 315 million followers. Again, the more followers, the more money these mega influencers make. And for better or worse, our children and youth are definitely paying attention. And from our readings this morning from Isaiah, 1 Corinthians, and the Gospel of John, we too are being asked to listen and pay attention. But not to a social media influencer, but to the words of God's prophets and disciples. Prophets and disciples who are similar to an influencer in that they were called to share their knowledge, asked people to pay attention to their words, built relationships with folks, and maybe even tried to sway their opinion a time or two. But unlike the modern influencers of our time, these prophets and disciples were far from trendsetters and tastemakers, and many people really did not believe that they were trusted experts. Instead, prophets and disciples were despised, rejected, mocked, ridiculed, imprisoned, and even put to death. 
Despite being extremely costly to be a prophet or a disciple, I assure you that these folks were not being paid millions. Maybe this is why our children and youth have not added them to their lists of potential future occupations. Wouldn't blame them. But what if we took a moment to truly listen to what being a prophet means through the words of God? And feeling a little risky this morning, I will add you and me to this narrative. Because if we are children of God, then I believe this Isaiah passage today applies to us today. We are told to listen, pay attention. We have been called before our birth, while in our mother's womb. We have been given the words and we have been given God's protection as God hides us in God's hands. We have been called servants for God in whom God will be glorified, and we have been given a specific job to do. Our calling might even change and expand, and we are told that instead of simply influencing a nation, we are called to influence to the ends of the earth. As prophets, there will be times when kings shall see us and stand up, and there will be times when we feel like we are laboring in vain, and have spent our strength for nothing. But always remember that the Redeemer of Israel, the Holy One, is faithful and has chosen you. Through the words of God, the calling of a prophet might not sound half bad. So how do we live out God's call in today's competitive world? where so many are always striving to be the greatest, have the most followers, and always want more, more, more. I do believe that God is expanding our call and that we are all called to more, but it's maybe not the more we think. God's call on our lives can be even greater than we can even imagine. God never claims that this call will be easy, But I do believe that we are reminded through the words in Isaiah that we have a voice and that God promises to equip those that are called. As we begin this new year, I wonder where God has been calling you. Whether it is a new ministry, like being a verger, a new friendship, a new project, or even a new career? Does this calling seem to be more than you might feel ready for? Or maybe the call doesn't feel important enough for what you were hoping it would be. Will you cling to the promise that you are honored in the sight of the Lord and that God has become your strength? This is no easy vocation. But as children of God, we are a light to all of those we meet, and we are God's influencers. And speaking of no easy vocation, we find the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians called by God to get ready to roll up his sleeves and settle some disputes amongst those in the church of Corinth. But before he gets to that, Paul starts with some reminders and words of encouragement for those who have been called to be holy and set apart for God. Again, that is us, you know. 
Paul begins by offering us grace and peace. Anyone need a little of that today? He reminds us that God is always available to us because of God's son Jesus and that we have been enriched and strengthened for our call. We each have been given spiritual gifts and we are lacking in nothing as we serve and await the return of Jesus. And as we wait, God is faithful, walking alongside us to keep us steady and on track. God called us to this adventure and will see us through. Paul knows that eventually he he will have to deal with the conflicts that are happening in the church of Corinth. And as we all know, conflict of any kind can be divisive. We are called into a community, for us this community, and we are to be a people that reveals new life, a new way of living life together. And despite the challenges, God has not abandoned us and will bring us to maturity in a unified church. I wonder what spiritual gifts have enriched your life. Where might you feel abandoned by God sometimes on this adventure? Will you trust that God is faithful to your call? How will you serve and influence the wider community in order to help unify and bring the world together? Influencing for the sake of unity is the thing that I absolutely love and respect about John the Baptist. If anyone could have divided the church, I truly believe it could have been him. He grows up, presumably, with his cousin Jesus, maybe hearing how great Jesus is all the time, or why can't you be more like your cousin Jesus? And we all know that after a while, comparison can be the thief of joy. And yet, we find John the Baptist as excited and as enthusiastic as can be as he encourages others to recognize the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John the Baptist was faithful to what God called him to, which was to point the way to Jesus, to get people ready and recognize Jesus. And because he wasn't trying to be ahead of Jesus or better than Jesus, many turned towards Jesus and became some of the first disciples who recognized him as the Messiah. As you and I serve Where we are called, we have the privilege, like John the Baptist and Jesus, to say, come and see. Come and see how lives are changed and transformed. Come and see what makes others interested in the life of Christ. Come and see what you might have been looking for all this time. Come and see who Jesus can be for you. And then once you see, how will you change, transform, 
How will you influence the world? Teresa of Avila, a 16th century Spanish mystic, reminds us, Christ has no body on earth but yours, no hands but yours, no feet but yours. Yours are the eyes through which to look out on Christ's compassion to the world. Yours are the feet with which he is to go about doing good. Yours are the hands with which he is to bless men now. Following following God's call is not always easy, as many of you are well aware. I mean, let's be real. Stories say that Isaiah suffered martyrdom by being sawed in two under the orders of Manasseh. Paul was beheaded. So was John the Baptist. Jesus was crucified. Not very encouraging words, to say the least. As servants of Christ, influencers for Christ, we are not promised to be famous and have millions of followers, and make millions of dollars. But as Psalm 40 promises, God will set our feet upon a rock and make our steps secure. God will put a new song of praise in our mouth. Happiness and delight to do God's will will be within our hearts. And God's steadfast love and faithfulness will keep us safe forever. What are you being called to? How will you be an influencer for Jesus today, tomorrow, and for the rest of your time on earth? The call might be costly, but I promise you that we serve a God who knows you by name, will equip you, is faithful, and loves you more than you can ever imagine. Like Isaiah and Paul and John the Baptist, let us be the hands and feet of Christ, the trendsetters, the tastemakers, the trusted experts, the mega-influencers that our children and youth so desperately need to see so that their lives will be forever changed and transformed. Amen.